Welcome back, Warrior Kids. My name is Pam Palmiter, and I'm the host of the Warrior Kids podcast, which, as you know by now, is taped before our famous live studio audience cricket. I'm a Mi'kmaq professor who has created this podcast to celebrate everything Indigenous and work with Warrior Kids to help make the world a better place. If that sounds like something you'd like to do, then join us here every Wednesday and sometimes every second Wednesday, and learn some really cool things along the way. And I have to say, on behalf of our live studio audience cricket, our stuffy alligator, and our stuffy snake, who is around here somewhere. Ah, there you are. On behalf of all of us, thanks so much for sending us your artwork. We've been uploading them on our website and sharing them on our social media. We also love receiving all of the great pictures of Warrior Kids wearing our Warrior Kids podcast t-shirts and hoodies. Yes, that's right. Cricket says we're all part of one great big Warrior Kids family now doing awesome things to make the world a better place. All this Warrior Kid education and action makes us really happy. And... Part of our education here is learning about all different Indigenous cultures on Turtle Island, like First Nations in Canada, Native Americans in the United States, the Inuit in Canada, Alaskan Natives in the United States, and Métis peoples. And beyond Turtle Island, there are even more Indigenous cultures, like the Maori in Aotearoa, That's the Maori word for New Zealand, Aotearoa. And then there are indigenous peoples in Australia, Hawaii, Samoa, and many other places in the world. But today, I'm going to share with you part of a chat that I had with an Inuk woman named Nancy Mike. And you might be thinking, what is an Inuk? Maybe you haven't heard this word before. Well, the word Inuk is the singular form of the word Inuit. Yeah, see, you've heard the word Inuit before. Inuk means one Inuit person, and Inuit refers to the people, like a whole bunch of them. So, for example, you would never say Inuit people because that would be like saying people people. Inuk for one person and Inuit for many people. You can also use the word Inuit as an adjective to describe something. Inuit culture, Inuit language, or Inuit government. And the language that the Inuit speak is known as Inuktitut. They live primarily in the Arctic regions of Canada, what's sometimes referred to as the far north, and it usually has lots of snow and ice. While they are considered one of the indigenous groups in Canada, They have their own special Inuit homelands, culture, and language. Inuit also live in Alaska, which is part of the United States, even though it sits right beside Canada's Arctic region. You sometimes hear Inuit from Alaska referred to as Alaska Natives, but many prefer the term Inuit or Yupik, depending on their backgrounds. So, Nancy Mike is an Inuk woman who wrote a very special book celebrating Inuit culture called Elisipi and her baby seagull. 
I had the chance to sit down and talk to her, and I'm going to share part of this conversation with you. First, I asked her to introduce herself. My name is Nancy Mike, and I currently live here in Iqaluit, Nunavut. Originally from Pannaqto, which is north of Iqaluit, and I moved to Iqaluit soon, right around when I wanted to do my grade 11 and 12, so I've been here since. And I go back home to Pannaqto each year to visit my family, but I currently live here in Nehungok, Apex, just a little drive away from the, the downtown core part of Ikhaluit. And I have three young daughters who who are my my heart and soul. Everything that I do is for them and for, for our culture and language. Then I asked her to tell us the background about her book, Elisapi and Her Baby Seagull. Elisapi is actually one of my middle names. I have eight names and... <laughs> Naming is such a beautiful part of our culture. When someone passes away, the newborn babies that are born, they're they're usually named after that person. And it becomes a whole, like a grieving process or being able to tell stories of that person to the child as they grow up is, is a way of teaching and keeping knowledge. But Irisapi was my grandfather's aunt. And so when she passed away, my, my mom named me Elisapi after her. And when I wrote this book, I, I thought about using different names, but I, I really stuck with Elisapi for this book specifically. And growing up, my father, my late father, Levi, used to bring home baby seagulls or ducklings sometimes and whenever he brought them home I'd take care of them and learn how to nurture them learn how to feed them learn how to learn their environment and how they do things and this one seagull that I had as a kid just we were best friends like I, I took care of it and would feed it my my dad taught me like which foods they like and then he my dad would bring me to the shoreline or to the that we call and you know, collect sculpins for it or whenever my dad cut up a seal after being out hunting he'd cut up some slices of like seal fat that I would feed the seagull and so one day I I went out and taught it how to fly by throwing it in the air and it, it would fly around and then come right back and then I decided to put a little ribbon on the foot to to identify it from the other seagulls. And so that was one of the things that I really enjoyed. I spent a lot of my childhood like outdoors playing with friends and hunting or camping with my family. And having these animals as pets like have taught me so many different things in, about life, whether it was about grieving or having a connection or a relationship and being able to care for an animal, how to respect the animal, how to respect the land, how to like, there's so many teachings that come with these pet birds. Some may see it as a bad thing because it's an animal and, but I really see it as a, a way of teaching children about many different aspects of our culture. So that's kind of how I decided that I would write a book about it because it was one of my favorite memories growing up. 
And I wanted my children to remember the story and and to be able to have that knowledge. And finally, I asked her if she could read from her book, but in her own Inuit language of Inuktitut, so that we could all hear what it sounds like. Yeah, I totally can. This is the Ilisapi Noyarangalu, um, and I'll read a short, short version of it. Uh, now, Naligiyaw Marilotok Ilisapi Mut, Ilisatlaw Magu Ilisapi Kanu, Pakitiarun Nang Mangamil, Nertitigun Nalatunilo, O my unique Ilinertisimalunuk, Kanuis, Kinuis Arnimilo, Ilinertisimalunuk. That's so beautiful. And it's so great that you have it, not just in English, but in your own language for your kids and to help preserve the language. Because I think that's a key part of all the work that we do today is cultural revitalization. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And so the you know obvious question then is there are going to be more books in the future, more children's <laughs> books. <laughs> I have more ideas and I... I just haven't taken the time to make it happen, but who knows? It might happen sooner rather than later, maybe. <laughs> Wasn't that just beautiful? And the great thing about Nancy's book is that there is an English version and an Inuit version so that her people can preserve their language. I hope someday we get to hear her read the whole book aloud for us. Wouldn't that be great? Maybe I should ask her. There is so much more to learn about the Inuit, and hopefully we will soon have another special guest on the Warrior Kids podcast. No, Cricket, I can't tell you yet. It's a surprise. So what did you think about today's episode, Warrior Kids? We got to hear from an amazing Inuk author named Nancy Mike, and we got to hear her read from her book, Elisipi and Her Baby Seagull, in her language of Inuktitut. We also learned that Inuk refers to one Inuit person and Inuit refers to many people or the whole collective. We also learned that Inuit in Canada's Arctic region have relatives in Alaska. So warrior kids, what can you do to learn more about the Inuit? Maybe your parents can buy the book Elisa P and Her Baby Seagull or maybe you can all go to the library together, borrow it, and read it together. Perhaps your class can do some research on the Inuit, where they live, and maybe learn more about their culture. Or my favorite, maybe you can all do some drawings about what you imagine this baby seagull might look like. I think that would be amazing to see. Writings, paintings, drawings, blogs, and poems are always welcome here at the Warrior Kids Podcast. Your parents can help contact us from our website on www.warriorkidspodcast.com or they can email us directly at warriorkidspodcast at hotmail.com. Thank you all for listening, learning, and acting. Till next time, later Gators. (laughs) 